Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's dark outside your window. So here on Posture Recaps, everything is electrifying. Uh, we are here on Posture Recaps on Everything is Super to cover The Power, Season 1, Episode 4. I am one of your hosts, Jason Reed. With me is my co-host, Sasha Joseph. Sasha, how are you? We're here. We're angry. We're ready to fight. That's how I feel like I am. Because what an episode, Jason. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're ready to take to the streets. We're ready yes. to, uh, to, to to protest for what we need to protest, march for what we need to march for. Uh, this was an interesting episode, I think, showing uh, the uh, sometimes consequences and sometimes mm. power of their power. Uh, for for all these women, so I think this was an interesting episode. We did not get, we only got three kind of plot lines this episode. Were you surprised yeah. that we didn't touch uh, on more of our characters that we've met so far? Yeah, I think I would like a break from Joss. I think Joss is like really struggling, poor girl. So maybe we give her a break. And I think this uh, episode we really got to see. Well, here's how the world would kind of take it in Mm -hmm. so um i i I think i needed it so i wonder again we went back into like universe setting instead of plot so is it like every third episode will be kind of plot i don't know let's see we'll we'll move the plot maybe get some sort of answers Mm -hmm. uh but i think this was a good uh a good showing for some of our characters to see how they're going to deal with with their individual powers and to see i mean in tune day we get just a we get a we get the male perspective in a Mm -hmm. way that's not just a uh pig-headed like uh you know oh no no not the women getting power i think tune day is set up here in the world interesting interestingly as kind of a third party perspective so i think that's Mm -hmm. that's really interesting as well you know until he tries to get himself involved and he sees the consequences uh, of that uh for him but we'll talk about uh him when we when we get to him i think here i think uh we got another episode where we just focused on uh individual characters stories so i think we could just you know Go, go character by character and talk about what yep. happened with them in the episode. Sounds um, good. I'll, I'll give you the option. Who do you want to run down first? Who do you want to, to talk about first? I know. Do we do the big story or I let's do like, Roxy? What do you yeah, think? Let's get Roxy out of the way. I think Roxy had the, had the shortest, most A to B story in this, in yes. this episode. Uh, so we'll, we'll tackle her first. So we start with her. Uh, with you know, her dad Bernie uh, has taken her to a warehouse and and literally just showing her dead body as if it's just like, here it is. Here's the guy that killed your mom. 
That's he's been like, like hogtied. Hog like it looks like like real mortis is set in. And he's just yeah. like like a like a rigid Yeesh. person. I, I I don't know how uh you know how this was done, but uh it was it was a sight this to see. Too much. And Roxy, I, I don't know how much Roxy has familiar uh familiarity in her father's life. Mm. Uh, her father's like mob life, but she's just kind of like she's like, oh my god, that's a dead body. She's just like, oh cool like you got one of them but there were two like where's the other one but he's like can, like like can you just like drop this thing like like here i killed one of the guys isn't that good enough for you and it's so it, it makes me feel like you know more evidence in this episode that mm-hmm. bernie was definitely the person behind this because he's just trying to get this thing swept under the rug he has you know killed i guess one of who we assume is probably one of his men uh, yep. that, that he ordered to, to kill Roxy's mom. Like that, I mean, we are running on assumption at this point. We haven't got any like clarity on it, but that's my assumption is that Bernie was definitely in on this, and he has killed one of his guys to kind of give a give a bone to Roxy. Say, okay, you can drop it now. Let it go. Uh, let's move on. But Roxy's not having it. Yeah, and I think here is where Roxy should wake up. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I know that she is like clouded with frustrations and um dip- sadness rather of her mom dying but i just want her to wake up and be like daddy did it yeah this is fishy this is weird um saying great uh so bernie tells uh one of one of his sons i i honestly cannot get all the sons straight to be honest with you the, the names i don't do yeah, one, one is daryl one is rick uh whoever he and, tells one yeah and terry terry's the i think terry. the favorite basically. yeah he tells he tells All one right. of the brothers, hey, let's just take her out to the club, take her out somewhere nice, get her mind off of this. They take her to a club, uh, I think probably later that night. She mm-hmm. uh, she tries to get in. The bouncer isn't letting her. Because let's remember, Roxy is only, I think, probably 18 or 19 or so. Yeah. Or no, she's 16, isn't she? She, she must be younger. Yeah, so she's yeah, 16. She's 16. She, her sweet 16, I think, is what the what the yeah. dad was talking about last episode. She's 16. She they she's not supposed to be in the club, but they tell her, hey, this is a uh, this is Bernie Monk's daughter, so let her in. Also, she threatens the guy, she threatens to toast the guy with her electricity. She's like, Just go ahead and smile for me. She makes I her smile. I love it. Yeah, she gets in the club. Uh, you know, she she spies a guy who, you know, the show is you know, all the time trying to give us these examples of uh, you know these men that need to be taken down a peg and uh this is another yes. one where the guy is telling her you probably can't you can't even probably understand your power like i'm an electrician i can tell you all about your power like it's pretty complex you you wouldn't understand and Roxy i literally goes, couldn't stop laughing while i was watching this and uh, my mom's in town jason so i made not made her but i was like this is really interesting we should watch it together and she was just she didn't catch it at first and I was like, no, that's mansplaining. Here's what that yeah. means. And she's like, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Roxy goes to kind of almost give him a shock, but uh, one of her brothers stops her. So, and then they pretty much from here, the party is just underway. The party is partying. We got cocaine going. We got mm-hmm. liquor flowing. Uh, Roxy is still thinking about her mom's death, though. And she's flashing back to that moment. She's seeing both of the guys uh, that killed her mom. I thought almost that they were going to flash to like, uh to the two guys and it wasn't going to be one of the guys her dad killed like i thought that it would be like wait a minute that's not the guy that my dad showed me is not one of these guys so that's something that's what i thought too yes yeah agreed but 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 i do think looking back on it that they didn't show the other guy but i think that probably was one of the guys and it's the other guy that roxy is focused on she wants this guy uh, you know, mm-hmm. she she cries to one of her brothers about missing her mom, and her brother like gives her some cocaine to settle her down, I guess. Yeah, which which I think really is going to lead into a lot of the trouble coming up uh, in Roxy's story. Like she's she's getting a lot of cocaine. She's uh she's she's really putting up there, putting up her nose. Uh, she's in the mm-hmm. clubs. They're still in the club. Uh, Roxy's still wondering why like her dad is so slow to to like really try and solve this get the other guy she's wondering yes. why he's so slow in this uh, i mean we don't want to tell you roxy but i mean you know probably because your dad has something to do with it daddy uh, did it daddy did yeah. it daddy <laughs> she keeps trying to she keeps telling her brother she wants to deal with their brother say hey you have to trust dad like in they tell her that you know she's their dad's favorite and he's just trying mm-hmm. to protect her uh roxy says she doesn't need protecting uh the brothers try to keep calming her down and apparently Roxy's heard the name Tony and uh, is wondering like, yeah. who who this Tony guy is. Uh, and her brother, Daryl, like kind of just tells her like straight out who he, who he is, 
where he is and apparently he is the one he is the other accomplice in roxy's mother's murder and it seems like everyone knows mm-hmm. yeah everyone knows but roxy That's apparently what's pissing me off yeah yeah like uh that is maybe clued in the brothers i i, I don't know and so I think because everyone's so high and so liquored up at the moment. Oh my god! She kind of, you know, she convinces them to let her go to Tony's house. Like, there's a lot of uh, struggle trying to get Roxy out of the car. But she basically threatens them, so they all just get in the car. They all go over to Tony's house. Uh, Tony answers the door. He says, "Uh, he doesn't. You know, I think if I had like, you know, killed someone's mom and." <laughs> locked her away i would have recognized roxy's face but tony does not seem to recognize uh who roxy is at first they're hitmen right i bet they this is like their full-time job so they're like which one is this one i don't know because i locked her in a closet yeah i mean knowing i had killed this young person's mother and with the knowledge now that young women everywhere getting this like electricity power i probably mm. wouldn't have answered the door. i would have looked outside like oh yeah i'm not answering that door and just like ran out in my house that's but, true I mean, that's true but like tony answers he's like hey who, who are you what do you want so roxy is pretty much think, uh oh go ahead yeah no i think this is like a perfect example of like uh teenage girls taken not being taken serious and i think this is like where uh even the bouncer right bouncer is like hey just don't do it inside right it's like this is like part of who they are you wouldn't if superman shows up to your club you're not gonna be like hey man no flying here they'd be like show it again so just like get it together people and i do think uh part of it is uh the interesting thing is to show like how seriously is being taken mm-hmm. in different parts of the world for like yeah. in Saudi Arabia, we will see that it's taken seriously because they're banning it. They, they don't yes. want, they don't want them and they're showing it here. It's just, it doesn't seem like it's reached here yet. I mean, we, I think the, the thing to compare this to that, you know, everyone would be comparing it to is, is sort of like COVID in a way mm. where it's like in different parts of the world different people are taking it at different levels of serious. Yeah. I like that. Where here it's just like in London, it's just like, ah, you got little electricity powers. Good for you. Like the guy's joking with the woman instead of being scared of what the women can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, so we've it, had enough of your shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, oh, big deal. You're, you got some electricity powers. Like don't get too too big for your britches or whatever. But uh, but Roxy is starting to show like, uh, don't don't mess with me. Uh, so Roxy gets uh, she she goes to shock him at first, but her powers don't work at first. Which is she, fascinating. Yeah, do we think it's because she was like high on coke or or what? what like what six hits of coke. Yeah. So is this like was is this part of something that will affect your powers? Uh, so that was an interesting thing that, that I hope they delve into a little more about what can affect the powers and what can stop the powers if need be. Yeah, or I wonder if it is a moment of like so much frustration that it's not channeled. And then I think she gets really pissed that it doesn't work. So then she goes so overpowered with how she pushes it all through that. At least that's what I was thinking, too. It's either one, she's high out of her damn mind Mm -hmm. um, or secondly, like, does it require like some focus? Yeah, because, I mean, she tries to shock the guy. It doesn't work. The guy ends up like smacking her or cracking her in the face. That gets her like even more upset, but so it starts working at that point. She starts shocking him, and mm-hmm. as she's shocking him, the guy like Tony is trying to like uh I guess bargain with her, like, hey, I'll I'll tell you everything. Which again is like, oh, tell me everything. What do you mean? Tell me you're like, oh, it was your dad that hired me to kill your mom. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really get it all out. Uh he you know, he doesn't get it all out. She tells him, I know it was you, that's all I need to know. And she shocks him so hard that he like is electrified into a fence sets like it looks like a bunch of like trash or something on fire around him yes and then so we get we then get like some i guess a bodyguards of the bodyguard um coming like or they just like probably all like together kind of like hanging out or whatever well they, they come in a car later uh oh, true. As, as she shocks him like they pull up in a car um Roxy's brothers get into a you know a brawl with all the other hitmen that have Oof. come to save their hitman buddy. Uh, so there's all this fighting. Uh, there's you know the hitmen go into the house to try and like uh, you know regroup. I guess they start firing outside their windows. Roxy and her brothers get into the car. They're the brothers are firing back at the hitmen. The hit, there's a lot. There's a firefight going on. Basically, there's a lot of uh, a lot of gunplay 
happening here between Roxy's brothers and the hitmen inside the house. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening? Uh, Terry gets shot through the car window. Oh. And I mean, I think pretty much killed. I mean, I, I don't think there's any hope. They, they're trying to get him to, to somewhere for help, but I, I'm pretty sure he's just dead, dead at this point. I think they're like, I, I did not go back and watch because no, but I think there was a straight up bullet through his head. Yeah, I think so. Cause there's a lot of, there was a lot of spray inside the car. Like everyone got sprayed yeah. with, with blood in the car. See, so yeah, yeah, I mean, Terry's, Terry's done, done. Terry's gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're uh, panicking inside the car. Roxy is screaming. Uh, they tell her to drive to their dad's house. They get to their dad's house and, uh, you know, they scream for their father. They, they take Terry out of the car. Mm-hmm. Dad, dad comes out and it's just it's everyone screaming. Babs is trying to get at Roxy through oh. B- Babs, who is Bernie's uh, wife, who is Terry, yes. uh, Terry's mom, is trying to get at Roxy through the car and they have to pull her away. It's a it's a really kind of harrowing scene. It's uh, really emotional because, I mean, this is this is a consequence here of the power. This is Roxy got, you know, Roxy is all about chaos and she wants her justice now. And that's what the, that's what it got her. That's what going headstrong into this really caused Terry's death. And you hear the, yes. the you hear the boys as they're like talking to their dad, like it's Roxy's fault. Roxy did this. Roxy got uh, Terry killed. Um, so you know, I uh, I will be interested to see what the relationship between Roxy and her dad uh, is after this, because um, I mean, he, he may look at this as Roxy's fault. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, and I think that. Terry was on the one of the only brothers that really I think was ride or die for Roxy like compared to the others like the others really do care about her but I it felt like he was very much no we got to help her out like that's my you know friend and I think it must be because they were they're the same age yeah, because because so, when because when Roxy's mom was pregnant with her, Babs was pregnant with Terry, yes. so they essentially are about the same age. Um, so yeah, they definitely felt more. They felt like the more brother and sister pair than even the, mm-hmm. the other the other brothers to Roxy. So this is definitely a devastating loss, uh, probably for her more than if it happens to any of the other brothers as well. Yeah, this was just like really sad, and uh, I I just couldn't believe. I was like, why him? Damn. Yeah, I mean, he he was the one that was pumping her full of drugs, though. Correct. Uh, probably just because he's a, a dumb, dumb idiot. And yeah. he kind of really instigated her in, in a number of ways here, maybe uh, unintentionally. Mm-hmm. A- and this is really the consequence of mm. uh, of what this... Bro- I think in this episode, particularly with Roxy's storyline and Allie's storyline, it's kind of like uh, two... It's interesting that these were the two that were paired up in this episode that have, the, that have power. Yeah, uh, because Roxy is more about like chaos and going headstrong into things. And Allie is taking a more methodical approach in a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, led by the voice. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's interesting to see the kind of two, the, the dichotomy between these two people and how they are uh, using their power. Roxy is using her power all out showingly. But Allie, as we're going to talk about, is more subtle and subdued with her power. Yeah. Agreed. And I I wonder if that is kind of the setup now, you know, like the Roxy's of the world versus like the alleys um, Mm -hmm. of the world, because I don't know that either of them aren't justified. Right. Like, I can't even be mad at Roxy, but it's also just like, ah, just like take a breath because you could actually um, hurt you. Sorry, use your power for good, quote unquote. And what good I mean is like good redemption. Uh, but you know when you're in pain and you're you lost your mom and you saw it happen i i don't know how else you could act yeah exactly i, I think maybe this will be a, a learning lesson for her, uh mm-hmm. hopefully to go about things uh a little more subtly i, I don't know yeah. it's, it's a shame we had to lose terry in the process but you know that's how the cookie crumbles uh I, i'm excited to see how, how what the repercussions are um mm-hmm. of this episode for roxy down the line yeah uh, I mean, so that was pretty much right. That was Roxy's. Uh, Roxy's yep. story was was kind of short, but it was effective. Uh, I yes. think in showing in showing how uh, I think not, we're not just going to so see just two ways to use your power, like uh, over the top, like showy, or just subdued. I think there are going to be so many different facets of the way people use their power. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting part to see how each of our characters down the line use their power and in what ways they do. Um, who do you want to hit on next? We got Allie and Tunde. 
Allie's like such a good. Let's end with Allie, right? Because that feels better. That's like the more feel good. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Saudi Arabia. Let's go to Saudi Arabia. Uh, Tunde is in Saudi Arabia. He's in his cab. Uh, he asks the cab driver, says, "Hey, have you heard about all the girls with the uh, with the electric hands?" He says, uh, "He says no, I haven't seen it, but uh, you know, we don't want it here. It's been banned here." And he says, "Besides, it's only girls anyway." Is it just like? Let's like fight, they're, you know. They're just thrown to the side anyway. It doesn't matter. They are the they are beneath us, so it doesn't even matter what what they can do. I was like, oh, okay, we're we're starting out this <laughs> this uh, this storyline in, in in this way, so we'll we'll see where this ends up. Uh, he I mean, are in, we surprised? Yeah, he no he gets into the city, um, and we see uh, through our vantage point. I think Tunde also sees someone kind of sparking pe- their power behind. They've they've hidden themselves behind a trash can. Uh, we see we see the young girl uh, lighting up her fingers with her electricity in secret. Um, Tunde goes to his hotel. Uh, he starts making a vi- uh, video because you know we we know from last episode that he's been hired uh, by CNN to kind of be a, a reporter uh, on the ground uh, for this new phenomenon. Um, he's Ugh. telling the camera about how you know electricity's been outlawed in Saudi Arabia. They aren't allowing journalists in officially to report on this, but he has snuck in via a student visa. Uh, to to be kind of a reporter on the ground there yeah let's uh, see yeah. today because i said it jason last time that you know this is this might be a baddie but i'll take it back i think it's almost like a well meaning in the way person right or not in the way that's not even the right um where i think that he's he stepped on a woman to get you know where he needs to be and i hope and i think he'll do the right thing and really help get the word out but also i think sees himself as a savior which i just want to note he's he's well-intentioned but i think we're yes. going to see i think we're going to see a learning experience for for Tunday mm. um in this episode and i hope also throughout the series as like as as he comes to terms with his shortcomings and what he how he has uh contributed to maybe the uh you know the his role in putting women down in a way not even yeah. intentionally but just kind of realizing what how how he has contributed to this mm-hmm. agreed because I, I don't think he's even really given another thought about like what he what he did to, to uh to duty um or in the other episodes in, no in, no i don't think so and, and i hope i hope we see his his growth and we see him learning and and figuring out how he contributed to that yeah uh, he says he's there to investigate how the law is impacting the women there uh so we go back to the to the young girl practicing her electricity powers behind trash cans there are two girls uh watching her from a window uh, we find out her name is Amal. She's practicing her electricity. A group of boys find her doing it and really begin to harass her and uh, kind of shame her for the powers, yell at her for, for practicing her powers. Uh, they start actually striking her. And mm. uh, there there is a group, there are women that come to her rescue and it, it kind of causes a scene. But there are also women there that, uh, that, if, that which I find interesting, are shaming her as well. Seemingly some older ladies uh, that are there as well, telling her they shouldn't be doing this. It's just shameful, which I thought was very interesting to to see. And yeah. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, glad in a way we saw that because it's not I don't want it to be a thing where it's like all women are for this, all women are are mm-hmm. in, are into this. I think that's a good a good way to show uh, kind of the realness of the issue. Yeah, and and that is what's going to happen. I think. Um in a space like Saudi Arabia, right, where generations of women have lived under, oh, I'm trying, I'm trying to like find the right words because I don't want to. They maybe like, lived in oppressed. a submissive. They've lived in a submissive yeah. role, they, but that's what they've been taught, and that's what they exactly. It's ingrained in that culture. Yeah, and for some women, you know, that must work, right? And not mm-hmm. that much work, but they, you know, they, it's ingrained in them, and they're like, "This is my life. I'm not." You know, and it works and it is what it is. I have, you know, maybe a a family that's supportive and, you know, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And it's fine. But in, you know, overall, in reality, if you look at what's going on in just this one country, I mean, it's painful. And, um, you know, the way women have to dress here. And, and I, I don't necessarily mean this in like a Western person, right? Like looking on, it's just, it's known that there are harmful practices and um, voting issues. I think women were allowed to vote first time in 2015 and um, you know, women in power, right. It's just now happening. Uh, And then employment issues, uh, 
property issues, like women walking around alone without male guardianship, right? Like these are real issues in this country and and not just this country. I want to make that clear. But um, since we are in Saudi Arabia, like it's not a joke where um, I remember when women couldn't I, I think it's changed now, but women couldn't drive with period. And then I think you had to have like a male guardian as well. So it's just I want to note that like I think it has been generational frustration and generational like maybe okay, right, with the status quo, where now I think women are getting power and we're able to see like how in this patriarchal society that is like directly an attack on the this uh the power right of men and the the privilege that men have kind of enjoyed for millennia here so um it's really it's it's an interesting space where um i i wonder what would happen if this was real um where women actually could fight back and not just you know be prosecuted in in many ways yeah i mean we talked a little bit about before we started recording like how timely this show is uh mm-hmm. where in iran we have women uh protesting wearing uh the wearing of the hijab uh and how like this is this is a little uh, kind of a, a a parallel to that in a way and i don't think even the, the producers of the power like thought no they would be having like that in the in time for their show so it's an interesting way to kind of look at that from a different lens uh yeah so, so i i you know, I thought this was a really, really great way of seeing of seeing that in this and all the sequences here uh, from this point on for the 10 day storyline were so like I think you used the word visceral before I started recording. And that's a very apt word to use it. Uh, so visceral to see like uh, and, what, and what feels like what would really be happening in this situation. Correct. Yeah. And for the folks that, you know, want to learn more about Iran, like make sure you look up Masa Omni protest because it was um, her wrongful death um, that while she was in police custody is what sparked this. And I mean, and Jason, it felt like we I was just like watching all of this stuff happen, you know, in real time through the show because it was like, oh, the women are fighting back and they're laying down their lives for mm. this uh you know while the world just kind of watches yeah you talked about the wrongful death there that sparked the the protests and everything mm-hmm. and it seems like a similar situation happened here yeah with, that's true with, with a mall being struck uh by these these men mm-hmm. that were harassing her and then she seems to be in a bad way and that's really what kind of sparks this this outrage and this protest and these marches because she gets struck her mother finds her uh her mother's trying to get her help uh, but we see that it's uh you know uh we see a, a crowd kind of outside the place where a mall is being held and they won't uh, let her out. The cops are on their way, but we get, uh, we really get kind of, uh, you know, the cops trying to break, break this up. One of the girls mm-hmm. comes in and electrocutes one of the cops. So this is a point where, where it's getting uh, really tense in this moment. Yes. Uh, so they, they are able to blast past people, per, uh, keeping a mall in the house. They bring her out. They get her into a car to take her to help. Uh, they the women start like walking beside the car and you know chanting like see us hear us as they walk with the car uh, to the hospital. My, you know I, I know it's a show, but my first thought was like, okay, I don't know why the car is moving so slow if we're trying to get this woman help. Like I, I know we want to be slow for the Ooh. protesters, but uh, we need to get her to the hospital. That's just a funny like uh, thing I, I I thought about as as the car was slow moving to keep up with the protesters, but I thought it was funny. The the march continues. Tende is kind of uh, he's got to act like you would see a CNN and MSNBC reporter. Mm-hmm. He's walking with uh, with the women. He's re- he's literally recording reporting as uh, you know as he's why as he's witnessing women using their power in the protests and ch- in the in the march. Uh, and then we see a couple of women. Looks like they charge up uh, the car and they they get it to blow up. Uh, it really reminded me of like a. Uh, Something like a gambit from X Men, right? Like you yeah. <laughs> yes. can use like kinetic energy to like mm-hmm. power something up and make it explode. That's what I thought about. Like, like the scene, the charged up, they run away from the car and it explodes. Uh, that you know, that's just more kind of a, a inciting incidents for this for this march and to see how powerful uh, the women are showing their power, like through, yeah, through action. Agreed. Uh, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, today is taping. Uh, one of the women protesting, uh, you know, they he's just, he's just getting all these shots. And they're they're coming into a place. They're getting resistance from the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police are getting kind of overwhelmed in a way, so they start firing into the crowd. Um, and we see the person, one of the people that Tunde is recording, literally gets like shot and killed uh, right in front of him. Uh, looks like he maybe gets a graze uh, from the bullet as well. Uh, but at that point, once the cops start, you know, killing people, then they get like really just subdued by a bunch of women electrocuting them. They they stop them. Um, we see more women killing cops with electricity. They start to fill wherever they are with tear gas. Um, Tunde, you know, is uh, given help by a woman named uh, Nora. Uh, she asks, are, are you a journalist? He says, says yes. Yeah. Like, oh, you should have come here with a fixer, which I'm assuming is someone that's there to, like, uh, just look over journalists and protect yeah. them. Um, he says he's not. She says, she, Nora tells him to, to stay close. She's going to help him out. Uh, we then we then see kind of this wide shot of this uh, of this city as we now see the protests and the marches gone into the many of thousands as they all walk through the streets. Mm-hmm. Just very effective shot. Yeah, and it just feels I don't. It just felt visceral. That's why when I was thinking about well, how are we going to podcast about it, but it's just uh, it's so important. And and I know we keep saying that, but it just watching it just felt like a visceral frustration and it's like why can't some version of this happen in real life where these helpless not they're not helpless but you know women that need extra help um as they're protesting and as they're fighting for their life like maybe just get more help like you know somehow yeah, I mean, I mean, things like this have happened in real life. I I can remember, mm-hmm. uh, you know, different protests that have gone on, uh, you know, throughout our our life, uh, mm-hmm. and we see those shots of the city streets as people start to to fill it up, uh, and that really was reminiscent of of this uh, of this shot here. So I I, was, I applaud them for for happening yeah. in the way they did. Um, the marches continue uh, down one of the streets. Uh, we see a note. Uh, someone has thrown a note from a window and saying that she, uh, she's been trapped inside the house by a man. As we hear the man inside trying to uh, get her to come back uh, inside through the window. So the women go up and they they kill the man, uh, keeping her captive. And uh, they bring her back down. They bring the captured girl outside. And they uh, seemingly she is someone that is older and does not uh, cannot have the power. So they transfer the power to her. Um, yeah. And, as we know from last episode, from last the last drop of episodes, uh, women can transfer the power to other women by you know kind of lightly, I guess, uh, charging their collarbone, which is where the the yeah. organ is. Um, so the, they all light up their fingers in unison at the march. Tunde looks on; he he is uh, awe inspired. It looks like what well, he literally says in narration. He says it's awe inspiring to see this new freedom being passed from one hand to the next and across the world. A sleeping giant has been awakened, and this day will be known as the Day of the Girls. 
and I loved it, right? Like, you again, applauded. It's, so imp- <laughs> oh, it's like, how do I make this happen? IRL, mm-hmm. right? Like, I just... <laughs> Um, all those little girls that just like need help and don't have it yet. Um, like I just I wish that you know there there is this for them. Ugh. Yes, uh, the protests have intensified even more as we as the episode keeps going on. There just looks to be a standoff with uh, police and what seems to be I guess their version of a national guard. We have tanks coming mm-hmm. in. Uh, we have you know, soldiers uh, in the in the streets, uh, and the cra- and the soldiers start going to the crowd and beating people. Um, a bunch of women then step up to the tank, which uh, one of the uh, it, most interesting like VFX moments in this in this episode. They come to the tank and all, and a bunch of uh, the ladies start electrocuting the tank, and the soldiers <laughs> inside the tank just start like you know getting electrocuted, obviously because they're they're inside this tank and they're just yeah, it's like electrocuting them from the outside of the tank. And I was like, oh damn, that's uh, that's impressive. That's that's cool. Uh, gunfire starts erupting. Uh, it, it's a really hectic scene. And then one of the women in the in the crowd. Uh, notice one of the men, one of the soldiers. She calls out there. She has Rashid, and we find out this is Rashid's mom. And uh, she tells him to have mercy and to let them pass. And heaven lies at his mother's feet. She approaches the tank as the troops lower their weapons. Uh, there now seems to be this like uh, uneasy peace. Now the troops have really kind of stopped, and they're. I, I guess I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what. What was your interpretation of what really happened here? Like, why did the troops just kind of? lay down their weapons here i think for one right there it literally is this man's mom um mm-hmm. and yeah. we it's ugh, this is so bad but it's unfortunately a known thing that sometimes right men will be like it could be your sister on your mom so you should mm-hmm. treat women well no it's like women are just people so you should treat them well but this was very much that moment right of like it's literally this guy's mom. Um, and what is he going to do? Attack his own mom? There, you know, there is a lot of um, beautiful um, moments in Islam. And I think this is definitely one of them, right? Where the way she speaks and the way uh, there is a lot of respect for our elders um, in, in Islam. So I think there's a moment of like, you see the beauty of all of that. And um and I think that the others are kind of like, right, they're not trying to kill us. They're just trying to get through. So yeah. maybe we just let this happen because what's the point of so much bloodshed? I hope. I hope that's what they were thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's a great sentiment for the show. I just, uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm a little bit too of a, of a pessimistic, a, a pessimistic and realist. I'm like... Yeah, that wouldn't really happen in, in real life, but I mean, this isn't real life. This is this is a sci-fi show, but it, it felt a little too easy to me in a way. Um, so yeah, I, like, okay, I mean, because it's so easy for them to just get gunned down, and that's mm-hmm. that's a like a flaw I feel in this power where electricity is great, but how do you harness that against a bullet? Right, it's really a close range kind of yeah. uh, offensive ability compared to a longer range uh, mm-hmm. bullet thing is 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 a problem, but you know. Hey, that's that's a, that's the issue for the show to figure out. Not exactly. Us. <laughs> uh, as the marches continue, uh, Tunde sees a woman kind of, uh, in a way, uh, I don't want to say torturing, but kind of messing with one of the soldiers mm. by kind of like shocking them and just kind of picking on them, playing uh, with her food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Playing with her food. Uh, Tunde starts to step in and tells her to, "Hey, stop shocking him." Big mistake, Tunde. Yeah, and so because of that, a bunch of the women are like, like it's as if he was invisible before, and like he like st- <laughs> he stepped outside of his, of his invisibility cloak, and he's just like, hey, stop! They're like, oh, it's a dude. I mean, as as uh, the reaction to Tunde seems to be all the time when he when he uh, infiltrates a group of women, hey, it's a dude, get him! Uh, so they, they start kind of shocking Tunde uh, because he has stepped in and kind of uh, made himself known here. Uh, Nora comes over and because she's supposed to be, you know, watching him, helping him out. Uh, she comes over and stops the ladies. Uh, she gets Tunde out of there. Yep. Uh, as as the women turn their attention back onto the the soldier, I, I did think the woman uh, electrocuting the soldier was a good addition here because I don't I, I don't want it to be uh, seen as like oh all these women are are so you know great and like I I, I want somebody there to be like you know kind of a a. I mean, justifiably so, of course. Yes. But no, be, I know what you mean. Yeah. But to correct. be kind of like, uh, you know, she's using this power like a little bit. Not hundred percent. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. listen, you. The point is, 
men have got to be like less than perfect for mm-hmm. so long. It's okay. It's time. Yes. And I, I, well, I'm like I said, I'm glad that they showed that. That yes. they, there were these people as well as the other people like, doing this for justice. It's good to see somebody mm-hmm. being like, I just want to kind of shock the crap out of somebody uh, that has been like a <laughs> kind of a dick. Like, I mean, like I said, it's justified. It's it's justified irresponsibility in a way. Correct. Uh, when you're so oppressed for so long, sometimes you just want to, you know, F around and find out. Uh, so I was glad they they added that in there. Um, yeah. So N- Nora uh, is with Tunde. She says his, his only job is to watch here and to not get involved. I mean, if you're going to be a part of the press, like be part of the press is supposed to be like a third party and not to get involved. That's why you see press in so many war zones uh, that mm-hmm. aren't, uh, you know, to be touched. Basically, I think it's, a, it's yeah. a common understanding that the press are not. I mean, you know. Some people don't take that, don't heed that, but uh, the press are supposed to be kind of third-party watchers and not to get involved. Um, Tunde is trying to call his boss to tell him about all the footage he got, and his boss is like, uh, you're aware? Like, no, I need you to get out of there. I will not take your footage while you are there. Um, you know, Once you get out of there, we can talk, but I'm not going to take anything from you while you are in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And wh- why do you think that was? I think they just, it's a liability. I think it's very basic of they're like, well, I can't run this because I don't want the liability of your body on my hands. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's understood from the government, from the Saudi Arabian government. They don't want anybody there and they don't want press there. So I think it's a, it's a way of being like, we don't want to, come up we don't want to run up against the saudi arabian government we don't want to run this and they know you're there and then they come and get you i we want to make mm-hmm. sure that you're out well before we run this so that you don't get the risk of being taken and killed basically yeah uh, nor wants him to get his stuff and she will take him uh to the airport uh tuna gets to his, his hotel room to get his stuff and he finds that his room has been totally ransacked all his stuff's been gone through all his cameras are out uh he's he's pretty shocked he meets back up with nora tells her about the room and nora says well they probably want your footage uh more than likely mm-hmm. you've been put on a no-fly list now um nora and uh uh you know they they see more bloodshed a soldier kills a woman and so nora and they run off uh nora says she's gonna take him to her friend's apartment they they get there and tunde is trying to upload his videos and nora says she's gonna make arrangements to get him out of there i i wasn't sure what to think of nora throughout most of this episode what were you feeling about nora uh as we met her and and her and making our way through the episode through 10 days ex- part of the episode? yeah i'm excited for nora right i think nora is someone that's on the ground that is truly wanting good for her country and for the women she's obviously very smart because she immediately says oh you're on the no-fly list for sure like there's no way mm-hmm. um and is almost a fixer where she's able to then be like, no, but I got people. I'll get you um, across to Jordan, basically. Like, you'll be fine. And I think this is the kind of person that's, or the vehicle, right, of Nora is where we get to see that this isn't a place that we're just like, oh, forget about Saudi Arabia. You know, just like leave it. It's just like God forsaken place. No, it's like this, it's this beautiful place with beautiful people that is, being led by maybe folks that aren't yeah up you know the best up up until this moment that we're getting ready to talk about with nora i wasn't sure what to think of nora i was like is she she seems like a very smart person she seems yeah. to be a very savvy person so i wasn't sure what her motives were for uh for taking tunde in at first real. but yeah but i think as we'll see i think her her uh motivations were were in the right place mm-hmm. um Tunde is treating his his wound uh, from he got he got grazed by the bullet earlier. Uh, Nora is helping him. He and he tells her, "Thank you so much for the help." And listen, I'm I'm gonna get you out of here. Um, you know, I don't don't worry about it. I mean, I, as you said, Tunde is seeing himself as a savior in this moment. Yeah, and, uh, and it's like stop it. <laughs> yeah, Nora gets offended and she says, "Oh, you think because you've been here a day, you really you know anything about my country?" Um, she says she's not fighting to leave. She's fighting for her people. She tells him about mm-hmm. her life and about how she got out of Saudi Arabia. She went to uh, Egypt, got herself an education. She wants all women to have what she has. She loves her country. And uh, she kind of turns it back on him. She's like, how would you feel if someone came into your country and told you how you should feel about living in your country? He says, yeah, I guess that'd be pretty irritating. Uh, <laughs> Wake up. Yeah. Uh, so I think I thought that was such a poignant uh, moment for for yes. Nora Tende to kind of show, kind of turn the mirror on Tende. See, like, do you see what you're saying right now? Like, do you see how you're acting at this moment? Like, who do you who do you think you are? And there is not one country in the world, right? That can be like, yeah, it's perfect. What do you mean? Yeah. 
So I, I think Tunde, I think it's a big part of his Tunde's lessons here. As yes. Showing himself to be kind of a self-appointed savior where he definitely shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in narration, because uh, uh, Tunde is on his way out of the country. Uh, he's gotten his his transportation arranged. He's uh, kind of narrating and he's saying, you know, for women all over the world, it's the dawn of a new day with new freedoms, new privileges, and new abilities. It's a byproduct of new power, but this liberation is not without its costs. It's a law of nature that for every action, there's a reaction, but we must all be better than our nature. For those of us committed to the equality of all humanity, it must be our mission to ensure that the price of this new day dawning is not just to, to, uh, too steep. And I believe we can in our inherent goodness. I hope ha- I have hope in the bright rebirth beyond this reckoning. I was like, wow, that's a, that's pretty deep for, for June day. Right. Oh, this was such good. Right. Again, I think even last week, the, the ending monologue um, was really strong, but again, it's just the, everything he was saying, I was like, damn, you're right damn you're right like yep. beautiful this is so i just you know another shout out to the writing because uh even to hear it from tunde's voice right as a as someone that was in it and was that's in it but without truly being in it we're able to i think see how the world sees this and how this is actually going to be kind of bad um for a lot of these women yeah, I think today being cast kind of in the in the third party perspective role mm-hmm. is good because he number one, he is a man that doesn't have any kind of real connections to women besides like duty being his friend. He doesn't have a wife. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't have a, a daughter. Uh, so I, I think uh, that's a good person to cast in kind of this this uh, third party watcher to kind of give us a, a look into into that. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have a personal connection is basically what I'm trying to say. He doesn't, yeah. We don't have to worry about how he feels about his wife or his daughter having the power. He can just kind of look in kind of a reporter's eye uh, to yes. give us kind of that that perspective of it. So I think I think Tunde is, is an interesting character and I, I'm excited to see. It looks like from the preview that he's going to maybe meet up with Margot uh, next episode. So I'm interested to, yeah. see, to see that, to see what's going to come of that. Um, this was the kind of narration that ended it ended the episode um, of the show, and I thought it was very uh, a very good ending to to kind yeah. of to to kind of give us uh, a closing on all these w- these women that have uh, embraced their power and are seeing how some parts of the world are adjusting to it. Agreed. And again, I just I find this to be really exciting and visceral. So it's just this show is it, man. <laughs> if y'all yeah. aren't watching, wake up. <laughs> wake up. Uh, so that leaves us with our, our final storyline of the episode with Allie. Um, Allie's still at the convent. Uh, they are watching kind of a news report and kind of a really like a tutorial in a way for us <laughs> as viewers on, on how what they are calling the electrical organ discharge or EOD, which I think we're going to, uh, that's going to be kind of our, our buzz, our buzz acronym for the rest Correct. of the show, uh, to say like electrical powers, they're going to just call it EOD now. Uh, so they say the EOD comes from what they're calling the skein, which is the organ uh, that we saw last episode um, on the collarbone. And there are thousands of dislike cells called electrocytes and electroplexes. Uh, they are stacked uh, together along the collarbone. And the charge comes from pushing electrons through the cells in one direction and then letting them go out the other way. That's where the, the kind of brunt of the charge comes from. Uh, we they show us that any limb can produce electricity. We saw that with Allie uh, last episode as she mm-hmm. was uh, shooting electricity kind of out of her feet as she was kind of stopping yeah. them. Uh, we Allie sees uh, Allie's out in the field uh, doing I guess chores and stuff. She sees a girl out in the field sh- uh, kind of shocking herself on the leg. I was like, what is she doing? Turns out she's kind of shaving her legs with the electricity because yeah, they're... laser hair removal. Yeah, exactly. They don't allow <laughs> the the girls to have razors there, so that's how she's getting rid of the hair on her legs uh you know so listen one thing women have done since the dawn of time is figure out beautification techniques and uh, i just it felt so real where i i think that would be one of the first things i do was <laughs> as a like indian woman with that has uh, a lot of hair like gotcha. not in the like way mindy kaling likes to make fun of it but it's just that's a reality so yeah i think i'd be like laser hair removal for free in my hands. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, the girl says, if Sister Veronica sees her, sees her using the power, then she's going to get her phone taken away again. Uh, the voice tells Ali, she says, see, that's why you're special, because you can use the power in ways that people won't see. Uh, so we see Ali going to feed chickens on the farm. Uh, she realizes there's like a metal conduction uh, plate at the bottom of the chicken coop. 
the voice tells her to use her power in stealth mode and use the electricity to hijack the chicken's mind uh, like she saw the eels do in the aquarium. So Allie starts making the bird walk, making the bird, uh, do, you know, peck, making the bird fly, uh, try to fly. But this, the voice says, Allie, you know chickens can't fly. What are you doing? <laughs> that was a very, like, a, a kind of a levity moment. We don't get many levity moments in this show so far. Uh, but this was a pretty a pretty fun one here uh, with, in this uh, sequence with the bird. Uh, the voice then says, okay, so make it stop. So... Allie electrocutes the bird and kills the bird. Sister Veronica sees this taking place. Uh, and we, we see Sister, Sister Veronica later talking to Sister Maria, telling her that electricity, are, electricity powers are the devil's work. Maria says, ah, come on. People said that about TV, about rock and roll, and about women wearing pants. Correct. Veronica says she doesn't trust Eve. Uh, and Eve is the name that Allie has come up with while, uh, while attending the convent. And she thinks Eve is lying about who she is. Maria says, I, I don't really care if she's lying about who she is. Uh, we still need to help her. She feels that that uh, Eve is special. It reminds her of Veronica, who, you know, leads people. Like, that's what she does. And she thinks that Allie could do the same thing. Veronica worries about it. She's like, I'm worried about what kind of influence she will have. I believe she can lead people, but what will her influence be? And the, the once the storm passes, she is out of here. Uh, we see Allie outside of the door overhearing all this. Uh, and she says in her mind, she's, you know, the good ones never let you stay yeah the voice says hey you can stay if you want you just have to own this place it's like oh here's more steps toward like the revolution and Allie kind of taking what she thinks she needs or what she wants it's like oh yeah this is this is gonna pop off uh Allie's walking through the convent uh and she sees a bunch of uh the girls kind of uh with a dead bird they found a dead bird inside the convent mm -hmm. the voice tells Allie, show these other girls what you can do uh, the voice, uh, Allie takes the bird. The voice explains that bodies run on electricity and this bird's body just needs a jump start. So Allie, Allie, Allie kind of embraces the bird. We see kind of like inside of the bird's body, like at its yeah. heart. And like uh, Allie is concentrating her, her electricity into the, into the bird. The bird comes back to life. She throws it up. The bird starts flying again. It's a, it's Allie's a, a little EKG machine. Yeah, and she's she's doing what kind of the the voice told her to do. Like, don't let them yeah. see you do it. Just kind of do it. Like, you don't need to sh be showy with your electricity. You can you can kind of just make it a make it a smaller, I guess, impact. Which uh, feels very opposite of Roxy. Yeah, so it's like it's it's interesting to see those two parallels in this episode yeah. where, where Roxy is so showy, but Allie's just kind of like, I don't need to be showy. I can show mm -hmm. my power in a more subtle way. Uh, to get to get more people to, to I think to follow her because I mean Roxy is chaotic yeah. and Allie's really measured in what she yes does. and Allie uh, does have a voice Roxy doesn't <laughs> yes exactly uh, I you know I really I really love that theory you came up with uh, last mm -hmm. episode where this may be the voice of the future talking to Allie I don't know how I don't know how this show is going to incorporate that because this it doesn't seem to be what this type of show is right now. But I can no. see, I can see a like uh, season one cliffhanger of like we go fifty years to the future and uh, future Ali is uh, communicating with her younger self. I think that would be so cool. Um, I, I'm curious of how this show is going to pull that off. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? We keep hearing that Ali has or will have has started to have um, the same power as eels, right? Where she can literally. Um, command people to do whatever like she mm -hmm. can take over yeah, so, far it's only been, so far it's only been their chicken but uh, correct but you know in 50 years yeah. so so that's why i just feel like if ali could do that what more can she do when she masters this yeah i think it'll be interesting like uh expansion of the world mm -hmm. at which i think probably wouldn't come until like a season two maybe yeah um, they're gonna jump into all that in the first season no, no and they shouldn't. they shouldn't yeah so she says we only have uh what 10 episodes and we're on episode four yeah. Uh, so yeah, Allie and some of the other girls are down by the beach. One of the girls tells Allie, Allie that she's looking to get rid of her power as soon as she can. Uh, we find out that her daughter was taken away from her, and she tells a story of how she found out she had her power by a guy uh, sticking his finger up her butt, and she says it was like an on switch. And uh, she's wondering if she goes back up there, she's going to find an off switch. Allie says, "No, you probably just have shit covered hands." <laughs> um, Which Allie, I just have to say, right? Like this happens to, like, has happened to so many women. It's just like this casual sexual assault, and mm -hmm. you're just like, mm, okay, like, did that just happen to me? And 
the way the world kind of normalizes yeah. everything or or, the, or almost not normalized, but you almost have to make it feel like it's the thing that just happens or you're not like stuck in that trauma all your life. It's just, it's wild. So I'm just like, oh, it's just so, it's so frustrating that this poor girl um, has had to deal with this. And instead of kind of owning her power, she's like, I just got to get rid of it. I don't yeah, I just, want it. I don't want, I don't have to deal with this, deal with it, mm-hmm. deal with what this will mean for me in the world yeah as far as she's seen she's she's only been ostracized for the power exactly uh you know you know i'm sure that 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 incident with that guy is what got her to the convent Mm -hmm. in the first place and now she's at the convent they are shaming her for having the power she's not allowed to do it i mean similar to the way they are in saudi arabia but uh you know it's interesting parallel uh but the alley brings some of the girls together she says look this was no accident they got these powers and people now all over the world are, are trying to stop us wondering how they can dim our light basically uh we even treat it like garbage and now here we are and we got the power because we need it uh Allie's not sure if it's god but maybe she is uh evening things out for them if it is god maybe she's mm-hmm. realized that uh the women are stepping up so they've been given this to kind of even the odds uh the party has moved into like a little farmhouse later that night the girls yeah. are all there kind of goofing around playing the piano uh, we, then we get this sequence with these two uh, with these two girls. Uh, one of them is Luann. I don't know the other one's name. Uh, but they're joking about using the electricity on their cooch, yes. <laughs> as, they, as they put it. Uh, so Luann lets the other girl use kind of the electricity. Uh, I'll keep using their parlance on her cooch. <laughs> uh, she, Luann ends up really liking it. Uh, the two girls kiss. Uh, the voice tells Allie, uh, you know, this is what Allie's been searching for. A true family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that she can have all her own. Uh, Sister Maria comes in, tells them to, you know, head to the dorms because the storm is getting ready to come. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, th- I just thought it was funny. Like, uh, Sister Maria is, is coming in, getting all the girls right up. She's like, you know, it smells like tobacco in here. It's, I can't, right? Sister Maria is, I think, one of the best characters that's going to come out of it because Sister yeah. Maria just like is really trying to be down with yeah. these people, but it's just like they keep trying her. Uh-huh. And uh, I can now confidently see Sister Maria getting the power. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Because um, hmm. she's still a ride or die for like all of these girls um, compared to the the main Veronica, Sister Veronica. Yeah, yeah so. but I don't know if it would make sense in this world because she would have to have the organ. She doesn't necessarily have the organ. Let's see. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll see what comes of that. I, I would love yeah. Sister Maria to get the power, uh, because that would kind of in this world tell us like it's not about who you were born to be; it's yes. about who you become. Exactly. So I would love for that to be the case. Uh, yeah, so the Sister Maria comes in, gets everybody back inside, uh, back in the convent. They're all praying over the storm, all the sisters anyway. Um, and Luann, who we did, uh, who I realized is who we saw. Uh, I think in the last episode or episode before seizing uh, Earl, uh, in the comment before and a couple episodes ago. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I, she, I, she may be epileptic. I'm not sure what, what the deal is with Luann. Yeah. Uh, but this has happened before. They're all used to it. They say, oh, yeah, you just need to lay her down. She'll stop in a bit. Um, so Allie, you know, takes the opportunity and she grabs Luann uh, and she's uh, getting ready to do her thing mm-hmm. uh, to try and like uh, she she did it with the chicken. She maybe I'll do it with a, with a uh, with a with a, a human body. She Sister Veronica comes in, and tells begins to tell her she's not allowed to use electricity. But Allie says, "Hey, shut up! Let me do what I'm doing." Uh, the voice tells her to feel the way, just like she did with the bird. Find the glitch. Find the short circuit. So good. Allie grabs Luann's head. She shocks Luann's head, and Luann stops seizing. But it looks like she might be dead. Oof. <laughs> uh, you know, there's of course a momentary like gasp of like, oh my god, she just killed Luann. Yes. But of course, Luann wakes up, her eyes, you know, bulging big, like, oh, oh my god. The girls are all astonished. Sister Veronica is shocked, of course. We do see one of the girls in the kind of in the room taking a video um of, yeah. of what's happening. So I'm wondering if you know this is gonna be another like Tunde like clip that's gonna get circulated around the world kind oh, of show to show yeah. more of what the power can do so that's true you know, i yeah i think it might let's see. yeah did you did, did you have any thought like i did about what would happen if Allie accidentally killed luann if she maybe got too like got too confident in her powers and ended up killing luann instead of helping her 
I think that's why she had to kill the chicken, if that makes sense, so that we could get this moment. So I do think that if she kills Duan, she's immediately just like kicked out. Um, yeah. Or Ali ends up leaving and maybe doesn't use her power ever again. You know what I mean? Because we we see it, especially uh, on her on Allie's way to the convent, like all the good stuff she's done. So we know that Allie is a good person inside. Uh, so I, I I, just don't know that she could live with herself, you know, had she done that. So I, I don't think for the story it could have happened. Yeah, I, th I think I'm just looking for something to not go Allie's way. Uh, right. At this point, to kind of trip her up a, a little Listen, bit. Listen, her whole life has not gone her That's way. true. Yes, that is definitely true. But it seems like she has grown so far into this. Mm. I'm just looking for something to kind of uh, trip her up. Uh, oh, I see what you way. mean. Okay. Because yeah. it seems she, her her journey seems to have been pretty uh, slick to this point. Uh, yeah. You know, from from the getting of the power to now. She's been making all the right moves. The voice has mm -hmm. been the voice has been accurate. I'm looking for the voice maybe to steer her in a wrong direction at some point, so that just so that it's not a totally such a steamroll through this journey that Allie's got. I'm looking for something bad to happen. I just yeah, okay, that's real. Just just make her yeah, just yeah, make yeah. her journey a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. but, but you're right. I mean, th there would have been too many bad repercussions if she had accidentally killed Luann. Yeah, I just think the story doesn't move forward. Yeah. Yeah, true. I, I still think people would some people would follow her, but they may follow her just out of the convent. I don't know. True, true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we, Sister Veronica is praying and calls for uh, for Eve to come to her and tells her that there are repercussions for using electricity and she's going to need to leave. Allie says uh, she can't, you know, Sister Veronica can't tell them what to do anymore. Uh, she walks out of the room and all, you know, a bunch of the other girls get up and, and follow Allie. Allie and the other girls are, are walking along the beach and they just kind of look, you know, just they're looking. I, I, I'm curious to know what, what this means. Like, are they leaving the convent? Are they staying at the convent, but they're just going to have the run of the place? Like, what? I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with, with Allie's story moving forward. Yeah. And I'm going to need Sister Veronica to like tap into her uh, activist days because what is happening, right? Like, this I, feels so weird. I think she's just, she's kind of a cautious activist. In yeah. A way. Like, she doesn't. Well, we she, saw her get arrested. So, like, damn. I mean, she's arrested for causes she believes in. She just doesn't believe in this cause. She doesn't believe. Like, she, I mean, what she said, this is the devil's work because this is someone that is willing to mm -hmm. go to go against the church, but she's still high in her faith. That's uh, which true. is okay. you know okay. which is an interesting kind of uh combination into a character uh yeah. so I, I i think she just has her own opinion about the power she doesn't she doesn't trust it she believes it's the devil's work as she said I um guess that's valid Ugh. yeah so i mean that's that's pretty much her episode for the week uh i'm really like enjoying the series so far mm-hmm me too. Again, it's just I think it's much needed in this world um, with what's just going on every other day, right? Like the the stuff we're getting, uh, it's just it feels like a refresher on again what could be and mm -hmm. uh, and how you know women should just keep actualizing their powers. It's our time. Yeah, I mean, it kind of holds up a mirror to our current society while yeah. not 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 being a a pure reflection because obviously we don't have people here that can that have electricity powers, but mm -hmm. it is is in a way uh, showing a mirror to to our society now. And, and as we as we talked about last episode, it's kind of the antithesis of like the Handmaid's Tale, where now yes. we're uplifting women instead of trying to figure out how to survive in a in a world where women are. Uh, really, really, really oppressed in mm. Handmaid's Tale. So I think that's an interesting dichotomy, interesting, interesting uh, thing to see. I'm excited for upcoming episodes. Uh, we, of course, will be bringing you next uh, the next episode of The Power next week. Uh, Sasha, what have you been up to? What are your where can they find you online? Yes. Um. In addition to being here, I will be on the Mess Magnets every week, talking celebrity pop culture gossip vibes only. Check that out. Um. Over on Rap as a podcast. Um. With Mess Magnets, and um. I'll be on the Big Brother stuff. Uh. Canada on RHAP this week as well. So check that out. Um. And something new, like I said last time, is coming next wednesday so for everything i'm up to just follow me on twitter at funsize underscore 04 to know more uh what about you jason 
Uh, the peoples can find me on Twitter at jayr one zero eight five. I am every week along with Asia Welch talking about the show Married at First Sight on our podcast, A Perfect Match. So come check that out. As I keep saying, you don't need to watch the show to hear us. We break it all down for you every episode. Uh, we have a lot of fun. We have a Facebook page. We have a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, so come check us out there. Also this week, if you are watching the phenomenon Love is Blind, you may see me on the Love is Blind or Half Up along with Asia and, and uh, Mary Krakowski this week as we talk about the new batch episodes that just dropped. Um, that is where you can find me. Um, Sasha, you got anything else? You good? No, that's it. Leave us a five-star review, y'all. <laughs> yes, leave us that five-star review. Let us know what you're liking the show. Uh, let us know if there's anything you thought we missed and you want us to talk about. Uh, we'll come back at you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus 